Welcome to Lion Fury. I'm Danny Thomas. This is episode 14, Cosmic Diner. French toast, you're getting the Belgian waffles with whipped cream, bacon, and sausages. And you're smashing a coffee, yeah? Yeah, I'm gonna smash a. I'm gonna smash a latte. Those are good more coffee. Keep her going, you know? you legends thank you for joining i hope you're all well lion fury is essentially an adventure driven podcast with guests from all walks of life what the heck do i mean by adventure you may ask well it could be anything from sitting in a park to climbing a giant mountain or simply just eating ice cream it's my hope that through these adventures we can learn valuable insights from guests into conscious living with the nature of the show Often there is massive amounts of background noise, though sometimes I remain in the studio if I'm on Skype. This is where I please ask you to treat it as an exercise in focused listening. I hope that the noise helps trigger a visual landscape for you as I chat with guests. If it is merely a distraction, I totally get that too. No problem. This week is no exception. My chat is in a loud and busy Canadian diner. It's fair to say I had an epic month last month from which I'm only just recovering. I had a shoot for a main role in an indie film called Attitude Or. I'm really thankful to have had the opportunity to work with such an amazing cast and crew. In between filming, I popped over to Vancouver, as you do, for a week to catch up with a dear friend and brother, Joel Burke. Joel is also an actor who has some serious credits behind him. His work in Hallmark's TV series, Sign Sealed Delivered, earned him a nomination for Best Newcomer at the UBCP ACTRA Awards and was viewed by over 50 million Americans. It's been a small dream of mine to dine in a traditional American diner. I think it's come from seeing such classic films as Pulp Fiction and more recently Baby Driver. So Joel being the generous soul that he is, took me to one, albeit Canadian. Without sounding too Seinfeld, we literally talk about nothing. But being best friends, why would we do anything else? It's not quite true. We do discuss lucid dreaming, kombucha, and a little bit of the acting stuff. I'm also really happy to announce we have a new sponsor for the show. Reunion & Co, a world-class cafe situated in Richmond, Melbourne. A little bit more about the cafe later. So enjoy this adventure, guys, and I'll catch you on the other side. Vancouver, Canada. I'm here with my brethren Joel Berg, and it's been a long time dream of mine to come to an authentic American diner. We're not in America, but we're in Canada, and this place is pretty authentic. Pumping. And pumping. What's it called? It's called Sophie's Cafe. Sophie's Cafe, and we're on. uh, 
Broadway? No, this is 4th Street. It's like, yeah, it's pretty close to Broadway. One of the main streets that run, run down Kitsilano. And we've just got our seat. And here's our lovely waitress slash she's gone. Uh, and we've got permission from the, from the boss here to have the mic. So we're just getting settled and looking at the... Uh, Looking at the old menu here. What's it gonna be? More coffee? <laughs> I think my heart's about ready to explode. Too many amino acids. I think you're a fan of the amino acids, huh? Can you tell? Can you tell the listeners a bit about amino acids, bro? What, what, what's the benefit of amino acids? Well, it depends what type of amino acids you, you, uh, you take. A lot of it's just for muscle recovery. To play like play a lot of sports, so kind of the muscle recovery, and then you can use it. I take them a little bit before playing to get a little kick of energy, and then then after to uh, to recover. But I just don't like anything low on energy. If you catch my drift, I'm gonna give the listeners a bit of background on uh, our brethren and I met. We uh, we met in London actually. And we had an interesting little time in London. We were working in a gym for next to nothing and uh, pursuing pursuing artistic endeavors. And uh, yeah, that's 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 how we we started our journey together. And it's a privilege for me to have been invited by. Joel over to his hometown this week and uh, we spent a bit of time in Victoria a beautiful island up there where Joel's from and it's just an absolute honour and a privilege for me to have been here for the week and we're flying back tomorrow so um, we had a few few times in London you know yeah I don't know what uh <laughs> kind of story we should tell it's king. <laughs> to cut a long story short we were down to our uh, we were fairly fairly down and out towards the end there clutching at straws and we were in a little apartment and the lease had run out and uh, we had no we had nowhere else to kind of find because London's pretty tough and uh I think we made the best of a tough situation. Made the best of a shorthand of cards, for sure. Yeah, the last, the last idea was whether or not to, to spend the remaining bit of money we had to head over to Croatia with a one-way ticket, play a bit of music and try to buy our way back. Stay as long as we could, but took a little bit more of a practical approach and said no. <laughs> and we spent our last pocket change on a couple of mojitos and then got a call from the landlord saying that if we weren't back at the property, our stuff was on the street. What already was on the street? It was already on the street. Along with my Gibson Les Paul. <laughs> there was a few instruments. But the, but, but the point of that is, I think, in a very tough situation, we rose above it and we were able to realize that there were bigger things, you know? And, uh, yeah, that was, that was a bit of a different, different form of life. It was also a time when we ran into a nightclub with a football, took it onto the dance floor. 
started a match. I started a match on the default. <laughs> the bouncer was trying to kick us out, but we got a couple of, like Eastern Europeans in there. <laughs> They're kind of passing it around the bouncer. And then probably got thrown out. Yeah, yeah at least we got the football back though. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're gonna look. We're gonna look at the menu. We're gonna look at the menu here. And all that being in an authentic diner in tails. So on the front, classic flapjacks and oh, flapjacks, stuff like that. Flapjacks and sausages, snassages. I'm t- I'm tipping. There's no vegetarian options. Eh? Oh, there's yeah, organic. We do actually, yeah. Well, this is Vancouver, so they, you know, they they got to offer a couple of different things now. Oh, they got Benedicts. They've got a. Uh... Oh yeah, do we feel like the? Is it still breakfast? I think they serve breakfast all day in diners. You know, that's kind of the thing. Get your flapjacks. You're on the road trip with your 24/7 truck. You get flapjacks all day. Oh, there is vegetarian options. Wow, they got a nut and vegetable deluxe burger. Oyster burger. Gross. We got salads. It's tough one because they always have like a trillion things on the menu. This is the modern way of the modern diner. It has gluten-free breakfast. Our French toast. It's a class act right there. I'm just gonna get some French toast. Yeah. That's fucking going waffles then. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the go. Jesus, the shakes are probably lethal. We got a classic crayons with the uh, draws. It looks like they did all the drawing for you. Oh, yeah. Usually you draw yourself, but. Looks like they it's, pre, uh, it's pre-drawn. It's pre-drawn, so they're, they're taking it into their own hands. All right, so I'm getting the French toast. You're getting the uh, waffles, waffles with whipped cream, bacon, and sausages. And you're smashing a coffee, yeah? One thing we've been a fan of over here, which we've discovered, is the kombucha. It's the first time, it's the first time I've sampled kombucha. It's pretty big in Vancouver. Kombucha. Kombucha. What is it exactly? Can you give the least? Fermented, fermented tea. Yeah, it's a pretty simple process, really. Like, make your tea and. Put a put a cup of sugar. There's like there's a ratio you can just easily find online. But put a cup of sugar or so in, in the tea and put it in a jar and just kind of let it sit for a couple of weeks with like a cheesecloth on top. So there's like a little bit of a 
little bit of air, and eventually the sugar just gets just churned and starts breeding bacteria, and then it starts fermenting. So after after like a week, you'll see this little film on the top. That's the scobies. That's all the living bacteria. Bacteria. That's the scobies. That's the squishy. Yeah. The squishy piece. Yeah, yeah. That forms all on its own, but that's what you use when you make another batch. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. No, cool is in the ready to order. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the kombucha is pretty nice. It's kind of like a. It's kind of like it, it, it's not an ice. It's kind of like an iced tea, but more more with a carbonation, carbon natural. It's in between like a beer and a and a tea. It's a great alternative to beer yeah. for the alcohol-free option. They have it on tap in bars. And there's so many varieties of this stuff. And the one that we liked has kind of a, a hay, a hay taste, an earthy yeah. hay taste to it. Really kind of a grassy, grassy taste. Like grassy. Like you're on the farm. Yeah. You just, you drain some tea through like some hay that was in the cow field. A little bit primal. It. A little bit primal. Um, pretty good though but it seems like there's just such a variety of flavors and stuff that you could do and it's fairly but it's fairly dependent on the tea leaves themselves yeah even the colors will be um, straight just using straight up tea different tea you'll get like a purple you know and then a yellow and this guy in the ice cream shop the other day said that he added a mango puree and that's what gave it the mango flavor as, yeah. opposed, to the, as opposed to the to the tea as opposed to the tea yeah I wasn't a big fan of that or at least if I was going to do it I would just add real mango not like a fake yeah, puree I, I was surprised when he said it was a puree because yeah why wouldn't you just so it, at the end when you're when you're fermenting I just throw some mango in there it'll get all that flavor but yeah yeah, there's a world of opportunity with this kombucha. I had it in Melbourne. It's clearly big in Vancouver. It's definitely... I haven't seen much of it in Hamburg. Um, this kombucha's... Okay, friends, who's got the French okay. toast? I do. I do. Yeah, you do. Wow. And more coffee's coming up promptly, all right? Ooh, yeah. Whoa. Bon appetit and good luck. Thank you. Well, if I eat all this, I will definitely die. Which toast is that? You're gonna go into a coma. French toast. I had an image in my head of like two little slices of toast. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six fat, fat slices of French toast. I've got a whole lot of food with no whipping cream. That's what I got. Fucking bacon. No, it looks divine. Bacon looks. I just really wanted that whipping cream. Probably because I never have whipping cream. So. Plus, it tops the the look. This is serious. Wow. Whipping cream? Oh yes. Short moment, guys. Last episode, we had life coach and barista Jenny Felicitas Bartz, and this episode, we're in a diner. So it's perfect timing to welcome our new sponsor. Reunion & Co Cafe is located at 437 Bridge Road in Richmond, Melbourne. Open weekdays 7 to 4 and 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. on weekends. The cafe does an amazing breakfast, lunch or brunch with world-class coffee. It has a cool green fit out, genuine staff and a vibe that reflects its positive sense of community. So head on down to Reunion & Co and please take a moment to mention the podcast if you do. 
back to the diner. Oh, Jesus. What do you think about dreams, man? Subconscious? Yeah, it's like a parallel universe, you know? What was the last significant dream you can remember? That one last night? Yeah, I do. I dream I had four auditions in three days, and all of a sudden I was like super stoked. Really? Yeah. My agent said, I love you. <laughs> and I was like, I love you too. Yeah, it was kind of last, surreal. Really? It was last night, and I was getting all, getting all stoked. Yeah, it was pretty positive stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't want you to be jealous. Oh, there you go. No, you put some on your toes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool dream, man. I reckon. Yeah, usually there's kind of horror and bears are chasing you and you can't run and your limbs are getting sawed off. Hey, or hey, I, I usually have a lot of nightmares because television, you know. I haven't told you about my reoccurring dream. Actually, I had a pretty good dream last night, too, because I tell you, I've had this fucking reoccurring dream for years. And it's to do with the creative thing. It's like, it's always, it's always, I'm doing something creative like a performance or and I, and I get, I get on stage. I get on stage and say there's a drum kit there. Mm. It's the same thing as the running thing and you stuck. I go, I like the concert's about to start and I'm like under a whole heap of like pressure because like crowds there or whatever. Mm. And I'm ready to hit the drums or whatever it is. And I can't fucking do it. Like my arms are in slow motion. Um, yeah, no, it's and anything you want, you can't do because it's either you can't run, you can't talk, it's just super slow. And it's like it's just slightly delayed of when you actually need to do the thing or say it. Or... But I didn't know if it was some kind of like because it was a creative thing, I didn't know if it was some kind of block, you know. Mm. Um, but in recent times, I have had a couple of dreams where I've been able to like go through that, and it's not blocking me anymore. So yeah, so I think because I had that 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 struggle dream for so long, and I think finally it's like getting perhaps a little bit more free um, creatively. So. That, that dream yeah. used to like just frustrate the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Drums caving in around me. Um, whatever it was, the guitar, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't play it. And the crowd's like waiting and I can't, yeah, yeah, can't yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the point of dreams is, whether they try and send you subconscious messages or whether they're just purely a brain processing what's been going on in the day. Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting stuff because you can uh, you can like control them, right? Good. Hmm. It's, um, you understand them a bit better. Controlling dreams. <laughs> no, yeah, there's a word for it. There's a word for it. And you look for. 
there's some things you can look for in the dream and then you know you're in, all of a sudden mm. you become your, you become aware Triggers that you're in the dream. Like mm-hmm. a light switch or something is what I heard. And then you hit the light switch. Yeah. And then you're in the dream and you can do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. This French toast is great. Yeah. That's really sweet. You boys okay? Yeah, it's great. Thank you. Great. No, thank you. It's tricky. It's tricky for me at the moment because I keep stepping into different worlds, but I'm learning to to step out of one world, step into another, be as present as possible, mm. let go, step back into another one. Um, it's not an easy thing to do, but it's kind of like the process of, of just yeah, no, beginning it's, every, it's like re-beginning the all the time. The yeah, letting go. Depends if you're doing it for fun or if you're doing it professionally, yeah. like there's something, there's a level of professional where you have to, you have to think of it in a way like, like acting or something. Like you gotta, you gotta snap out of it. You know, to be, you can't continue like kind of blurring the lines. Like it's not gonna really work. You gotta have a de- clearly defined line, otherwise it's just gonna blend in your personal life, or and then your energy is spent. Has the time you felt you've been closest to being like fully present in, in acting? Like if you had moments where you felt like truly present in, like, oh, yeah. in the moment. Oh yeah, for sure, like, definitely. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, you know, you don't get as much as you want, but you got to get that in the audition or something. You definitely get that. You know, you get you get what you put in, pretty much, and sometimes you get a shitty reader, but a lot of times you don't, actually. You got to get really good readers in there, and they'll give you back what you put in, so... Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, the military guy again. Or like that, that dude you go in boy next door again who just doesn't really have any substance or anything. It, it's pretty it's pretty plain, so it's pretty easy just to kind of throw it away, you know, but anything with some material, way more to grab hold of, and then it's easier to get into it. Yeah, feel the, feel like that. What's the, what's the most gratifying project you've done in the acting world? Most gratifying experience. Definitely the um, you know the military one I did. Just a guest star on Sign Seal Delivered. You know that played in I don't know probably 50 million homes in the United States or because Hallmark Channel is like the most watched one of the most watched channels. But actually doing a military role and getting like, you know, getting having veterans like send you so many people would send send me messages, you know, ex veterans and like, oh, you know, I really you know, I, I thought you oh, did a really? great job. Yeah, wow. yeah. That's, you got letters and stuff. No you letters, but uh, they would find me online, you know, and some some message you get through, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's it was, it was definitely, you know, because then you can full on see how you're actually affecting people and how, you know, you told a story that needed to be told and, uh, you know, showed the world a little bit more of what these guys go through. And that's kind of the whole point. I mean, kind of get some sort of 
you know, live a little bit of a life and what, you know, slice of life. The veteran stuff's close to you because of your family ties to you. Yeah, and my old man's getting on veteran. And he's held, it, he's held it together pretty good. You know, we always used to watch war movies growing up, and he's got his, his war stories and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I always wanted to do... Did he used to tell you stories as a kid and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he, he just, this still comes out, you know, when he's drinking or something, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll open up a little bit. But, yeah, not so much. Did he have major close calls just to Vietnam every day oh yeah that's cool oh yeah no it's, it's tons I don't really want to get into it to be honest it's kind of like you know, it's pretty delicate kind of subject so, but, but I mean the point is it's, it's a close it's a close thing to you yeah yeah all finished yeah yeah, yeah. pretty cool we made it about 90% there you did a really good job we're gonna put on the brakes <laughs> thank you Slam. can I bring you more coffee Slam. oh no, no thank, thank you. you can I bring Slam. you anything just no, a bill, I think. Yeah. 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 No, we don't, we don't need to go to the bedroom stuff. But um, yeah, I've done so much homework on it that it's like it triggers within like a couple minutes, you know. So wow. Keep that for the. Oh, what what a what a what a, what a thing to have that you know to have that to, to be able to access. Yeah, because that's resonates what, so closely. What we were saying about before, like, gotta be able to switch it off, man. Like, it kind of fucked me up for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Still trying to learn how to control my emotions, but it just takes over. So, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You gotta learn how to how to shut it off, and like, you know, so you don't bring it into your daily life. Cause that's been the you know, tough part. Like open up this whole can of stuff. You get so into it, tell yourself, you know, it's all this powerful stuff and it's real and then blah blah blah. And, you know that, and that's the difference between like, you know, you start listening like actors have been doing it for a while. You, you can't continue on like I couldn't continue on, I guess, until I learned really how to control it better and that's you know experience learn a bit more and i think you said to me the other day it's also like just using the maybe using the power of your imagination as well yeah you know really create 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 a create a world to a point where it's like real for you just through your imagination as opposed to yeah and you know like you've kind of got access to this emotion and you know it's you, you felt it so many times, you know it. So, you know, I could probably access that through a different means now, you know. Yeah. And I don't need to go to go to all those places. I can I can totally fashion something else. And that's actually what I did. In one of those scenes with the military role, I just completely fashioned something else, and it, and it worked. It's, that's what's so cool about it, though, as well. It's like, there's so many different ways to approach something. Yeah. And ultimately, you're hoping to, to reach an element of truth. Like, how do you reach truth if you're manufacturing? But yeah, it's, it's, it's well, you just gotta look within yourself, and that's what art is all about. You know, figure out what works for you. I've heard many people say to me, like an acting coach, and she was like, "Why would I traumatize myself? I just use my imagination and create scenarios. Yeah. That, 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 you know, why am I gonna?" Bring up stuff 
Yeah, what would you want to? Yeah, a lot of people. You know, some pretty pretty hard life. And why do they want to go back there? I mean, that's kind of the one of the, the fun things about acting is you can completely fashion up a mask that completely imaginary. So it's funny because when I first approached approached it, I just sort of thought, yeah, I have to go through all this cathartic I mean it's fantastic if it is a cathartic process like if it is some sort of healing process but I, I when I first went to classes I kind of addressed some of the big stuff I was trying to kind of work through but then when I was in the class they wanted me to have a big a big breakdown to break through and I was like but it's all therapy, man. Like, but depending on it depends on the style. Like, and that's I think a lot of acting classes really. I don't know. It's they take it too far. They're not so. They're not so safe. You know, it's not that safe. Not that safe. I mean, yeah, you're in a group of ten or fifteen or ten people. You know, but yeah, I think it's a really delicate thing. Like, you can't. And you got to decide whether you want to. And that, that's why it's good to audit classes before you go. But yeah, you got to decide what. What do you think you're interested in? Like. I think it's good to try, you know, like Method, Meisner, you know, a substitution and all that, but, well, you know, try try works, you know, and try everything, but, but yeah, before you really start messing up your life, <laughs> you know, have a crack at all the other places, you know, all the other ones. Yeah, safe, safety is good. Well, it's tough because, you know, you never want to be safe as an artist, you know, so much to, you know, you, true. you put yourself in the unsafe place and then you, you that's land the on your feet and then you really... And that's the great thing I read the other day was take take the unsafe choice. And yeah. by that, it means that you, you're making a whole heap of choices and this is in life as well. And it's like, it's like you can make the safe choices, that's fine, but often it's the unsafe choice where you're going to grow or hit your threshold. Yeah. And um, and it's in that space where you, where you, yeah. As long as you got the crew around you, you know the people around you, like <clears throat> in the project to catch it. You know you don't want to, you know, this is a collaborative effort. So I find the switch off thing hard though. Like to yeah. just to do it and leave it. I think it's got to. It's got to. It's got to. Betrayal and uh, it's. I think the expectation on actors is sometimes like, uh, you're an actor, you should just be able to like fashion something out. Yeah, do a face, you know, cry, be like, I hate that shit. It's all bullshit. You know? And it's not, you know, the truth, the truth, the quest for truth is like human behavior is, is yeah. a, you know, sort of brilliant thing on the, have you seen this, the series This Is Us? Yeah, it's a very family series. Like, yeah, yeah, how complicated families are. Yeah, yeah. And when she first finds out that her, she finds out that the father of the husband has died, her reaction is joking, jokes. Yeah, she. And I know that, like, her reaction wasn't drop the phone, break down, tear spraying. Yeah. All she said to the doctor on the phone was not true. Um, that's human behavior. The reactions that happen, like, aren't necessarily over dramatic, stereotype. Yeah. Stereotypes. Classic. <laughs> 
Everyone loves a good stereotype, though. Yep. So we saw Star Wars yesterday. We both had a nap. Yeah. The visual effects. It was a visual effects overload. I mean, I like a lot of it was good. I really like, but then there's this always the visual effects part where it's just a thousand layers of visual effects, way too much. Cosmic Cafe. Wow. Oh, I thought there was. Actually, I thought this was Sophie's. Yeah, it is. So- it is so- Sophie's Cosmic, Cosmic Cafe. Cosmic Cafe. Yeah. Because um, there used to be a head shop in this part. When they opened, it was half. Ah, it was half. And then the other side was um, a head shop that was called Cosmic Something. What's so, the head? What's the head? Like a. Um, like a smoke, like a pipe shop, oh, like pipe with shop. like pipes. Oh, and, it's back. oh yeah. Yeah. So it was called like a head shop or whatever. Huh. Something like that. I don't know what this is. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, awesome. you guys. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank back guys i hope you enjoyed chilling in the cosmic diner over there with us that was some serious french toast joel and i also headed out to vancouver island which was a spectacular place i had some of the most amazing fresh salmon i've had in my entire life Uh, over in victoria we did a little fight choreography on the beach i'll post a video on the lion fury instagram if you'd like to check it out Nice one, guys. Please hit up the Lion Fury Facebook page and give us a rating on iTunes. Big thanks again to our sponsor, Reunion & Co. If you're a Melbourne or you're just in town, head on down to the cafe. It's awesome. That's a wrap. Catch you on the next adventure.